0: in this flexible pay space will see this, that will be the legacy of this industry is that people are able to take more charge of their finances, they choose to act differently, sure. they choose to behave differently and that means they can get themselves out of debt by, by doing more shifts because they get an instant award for doing that and it means that they have access to money early.
1: Welcome to the Payroll Podcast with your host Nick Day of JGA Recruitment, specialist payroll recruiters.
2: Hello and welcome to the Payroll Podcast. My name is Nick Day from James Gray Associates. And today on the podcast, I am joined by CEO and co-founder of Wagestream, Peter Griffith. Peter is the man behind the startup business that promises to kill off the payday loan sector and end the payday poverty cycle. Wagestream aims to achieve this by working with employers to give its employees the power to stream their earned wages into their accounts whenever they need it through a simple instant app effectively ending the need for people to take on high-cost short-term debt when they face unexpected financial obligations. Now, for those unfamiliar with Peter Briffitt, let me bring him into focus for you. Peter is an incredibly successful entrepreneur who has a proven track record in growing, managing and scaling high-growth global tech businesses. For example, Peter founded Living Social, taking it from zero to a hundred million revenue business with over 300 employees. Before that, he built and sold a company to Microsoft, which produced the best quarterly post-acquisition metrics in Microsoft history. Peter's businesses are featured in the Sunday Times Tech track 100 Ones to Watch, Wired Europe's 100 Hottest Startups and Forbes' Hottest Global Startups. Wagestream, Peter's latest business venture, has already received praise from Zuckerberg, Bezos and Gates, who, following the collapse of longer payday loans, decided to back Wagestream as a better and more ethical alternative, which eliminates the need for people with bad credit to rely on loans with predatory interest rates. With this in mind, not only do I believe WageStream are offering a next-gen payroll solution, let's be honest, on the Payroll Podcast, we like to look to the future, but I also believe it's one with a credible mission statement, which is to eliminate that payday poverty cycle exactly how this is achieved we will discover during the course of this podcast i hope but to suffice to say Waystream essentially allow employees to have the flexibility to stream their earned wages into their accounts whenever they need or want it so without further ado rather than me tell you about the Waystream business and its aims and objectives i think it's best i'll leave this to my award-winning guest to enlighten us so uh peter welcome to the peril podcast how are you doing welcome thank you very much for that amazing introduction nick please go on say more
1: <laughs> five quick questions
2: So anyway, let's kick off first things first for those that perhaps aren't familiar with yourself, Peter, tell us a little bit about the journey today that's led you to becoming founder of WageStream. Yeah, sure. So this,
0: it's, been a, it's been a quick journey. But we, myself and my co-founder, it all started when uh, the Wall Street Journal released an article, I think it was in November 17. And they were showcasing Walmart, who's the biggest hourly paid employer on earth, We're trying to figure out how to give flexibility and payroll and what that would mean to employee retention and productivity. And we saw that and realised, wow, this technology is starting to emerge. What a fantastic concept. Um, and then we looked at the UK and realised what we already knew, that 85% of people are on monthly pay cycles and therefore put in quite, you know, certainly lower income workers put in positions of stress as you go through a monthly pay cycle. I thought, what a great concept to launch in the UK. Uh, so we put our heads together and um, the rest is history. We really thought, this is if, if you can give benefits to the employee in terms of reducing their financial stress and giving them access to earnings, that means they don't have to go into any form of debt. And of course, if you can give employers, you know, retention, productivity, recruitment benefits, that sounds like a double win. Sure. Um, my background, I love sort of two-sided marketplaces. If you give benefits to both side and sit in the middle, then, you know, it's a, it's a good business to have. Um, and we've realized more and more now since we've, we've been on the wave stream journey and got into it that there, there really does exist um, millions of workers in the UK in, in work poverty. And if we can solve that to a large degree for them, then it's, then it's, a, it's a great mission.
2: Fantastic. I've actually got some personal experience on this side. So it's something I'm quite passionate about outside pay. My wife used to work for the Toynbee Hall charity. Yes, know them well, yeah. Excellent. So very much charity working on those. that are on the uh, the payday-to-payday pay cycle. Um, I think my research said there's sort of 13 million um, people living in Britain at the moment in that poverty cycle. Um, so that's from the Joseph yeah, Boucher Foundation. Huge, yeah. So huge, huge market. So essentially then from your perspective, as I understand it, WageStream Stream aimed to end workplace debt. So what does this mean and how... Do you plan to achieve that?
0: Yeah, so we, we basically sit in between timekeeping or workforce management and payroll, but what our platform does is allow any worker, whether they're hourly paid or salaried, to have access to their earnings. The important caveat is they must have earned it. Sure. So if I'm a shift worker at a coffee chain and I haven't done any shifts this month, On my Waystream app, I won't be able to see anything, so I won't be able to withdraw anything. But if I've done some work and those shifts um, are logged into the system, I can withdraw a portion of that money. Typically, and we work directly with employers who roll this out to their staff, so typically as an employee, a barista in a coffee chain, I'm I'm able to take 40% of my earnings, and we know that's about the right amount for people to be able to access to avoid them hopefully going, you know, incurring overdraft fees, credit card debt, or the worst thing in our world is a payday loan. Sure. the average payday loan is about 260 pounds, so it's not thousands. So if you can withdraw some of your earnings and, and use that for an unplanned expense, as opposed to going into a cycle of debt, which is very difficult to, for a lower income worker to recover from, then you know you've given them this financial cushion which they can rely on in a month. Sure. Um, and we, you know, it's 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 quite a powerful thing. But also we're seeing the usage now. We've got um, tens of thousands of workers using Waystream on a, on a sort of weekly basis, and we are seeing the usage being there for unplanned expenses. It's the average Withdraws about £85 and the average usage for people that are on the wasteland platform, they use it a couple of times a month.
2: Great. I mean you mentioned £260 being the average, but we see on television the huge APRs that go with those payday loans, which are obviously substantially higher. So Well
0: and the £260 is is the average of a payday loan that's taken out sure. by UK workers, yeah. yeah.
2: Now I know for those listening to this. Uh, if you're in the payroll industry because i've been fielding some of these questions already for the podcast there's going to be a lot of questions going hey well this is going to work because of x or i'm concerned about y uh rest assured we are going to address all of those questions a little bit later on in the podcast i've got some payroll questions ready to ask people a little bit later but before we get there there's one in four people in the UK at the moment suffering from not just the debt issues but yeah. mental health issues yeah. um, and public awareness regarding workplace mental health has grown and many employees are still experiencing numerous challenges when it comes to supporting employee mental health and well-being obviously debt and mental health there is a, a, quite a clear relationship if you are struggling in the debt cycle then it can affect your mental health and mental well-being. From your perspective, Peter, how can WageStream help improve employer performance in this area? Yeah, I think we,
0: we, we, there's a huge link. There's a massive correlation between mental health and financial health. Um, you know, we, we also know financial stress isn't a linear stress in, 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 within a pay cycle, especially if you're on a monthly pay cycle. It goes up exponentially at the end of the month. Sure. Um, and if you haven't got access to... Um, any money in those times and you, you have something you have to pay for then your stress levels are just going to be much higher and that leads to all other areas you know mental health is impacted um, in what you know products like absenteeism at work comes in like all these other elements your relationship can suffer yeah. everything around you financial health does create a huge sort of burden on people and it's just accentuated with longer pay cycles um, and that's why you know we know that giving people better financial health and trying to sort of even out or stream people's wages means that certainly productivity and retention go up. And I think better financial health, yes, is an obvious link to to retention. What we didn't see at the beginning was the productivity gain that you get when you link, you know, like I'll go and cut the neighbour's lawn, get £10 for that as a child. There's a tangible link between pay and reward. Yeah when we bring that back into, um, into someone that's going to go on a monthly job or run the monthly pay cycle, they do more shifts and they act differently. And that's, a re- that's been a really great benefit of, of us launching stream. I think anyone in this flexible pay space will see this. That will be the legacy of this industry is that people are able to take more charge of their finances. They choose to act differently. Sure. They choose to behave differently. And that means they can get themselves out of debt by by doing more shifts, because they get an instant award for doing that, and it means that they have access to money earlier. Well,
2: essentially, they're not sat at their desk worried about how to pay their bills, they can actually focus on their work. Because exactly. To yeah, to
0: and money. Um, I think there's a lot of stigma around financial stress. People, a lot of companies we work with, we realise that people don't like talking about it. Sure. Um, you're not educated in any type of budgetary or, or financial awareness. No one gets taught that at school, and then you go and get a proper job, and you are expected to be you know a master of budgetary for 30 days, and We've realized I think over time that paying people in lump sums and then expecting them to go through a month, you know, very carefully budgeting is just a pipe dream. Um, is there technology now that can help people and make things more visible and, and make them make better decisions? We think so.
2: And as you mentioned earlier, they don't take they don't get access to all of their funds in one go. It's a percentage of their earnings. Well yeah, I mean I think one of
0: the early issues we had with businesses, they were like, wait a minute, if I give staff access to daily earnings or they get paid as you go they're going to be down the pub every day or go and gamble it away. And we were like, well, okay, that's a bit of a paternalistic attitude from um, UK employers. But nevertheless, it is a concern for employers that their staff, and rightly so, have money left at the end of the month. You know, if you are on a monthly pay cycle, your direct debits will be there. So we typically now, so on one side we have an app, but on the other side, all the controls sit with the employer. And we typically allow employees take about 40% of their earnings, but they can also control how many, the employer control how many times they do it, the amount they can do it, but that's enough for them to have that buffer to stop them going into any form of debt, and that's what we want.
2: So it's actually a key piece of uh, employer responsibility then in how they manage yeah, algorithms. it is. And I think, you know, we work... Obviously, we're connected to timekeeping.
0: We need to understand the hours worked for every employee. So it's important we have a relationship with the employer. And also, the important thing is here that we are... fund Any withdrawal an employee makes in a month, we funded that as wage stream. So we need to have a relationship sure. with the employer to understand who's, you know, who's employed, who isn't, who's left, who hasn't, and that sort of thing. But ultimately, yes, we believe the responsibility absolutely should sit with the employer. And I think employers realise that more and more now, um, mental health physical health financial health if employee employer takes more responsibility to that and they see the benefits of that yeah. then they should they sh- they should pay for it or they should put resources into it and they should understand it because the benefits are huge sure. have, to have a, a you know a healthy unfinancially stressed um, you know, your employee base creates a lot better attention, happier workforce, just a better place to be.
2: Absolutely, totally agree. And actually, we witnessed quite a few developments recently that have helped sort of raise the profile of mental health problems. We've had the publication of the Business in the Communities National Employee Mental Wellbeing Survey. We've had the Mental Health Toolkit for Employers, which was launched in 2016. Uh, the Prime Minister's January 2017 announcement of an independent report on a company's actions to support mental health. Um, And obviously the charity Mind's introduction of the first Workplace Wellbeing Index as well. So it kind of all ties in with with what's happening at um, an industry-wide level, I guess. No, totally. And and that's been fantastic. I mean, mental health, there's a big stigma around that
0: as well. We're obviously in the financial health space. We know people won't go and ask for advances if they need it. They don't want to admit to even friends or family they've got issues. Um, that all leads into mental health. So, all these things being brought to light not only gets people to understand what their workforce are going through, but also hopefully means they, they try and find meaningful solutions to that for sure.
2: So, presumably, one of the um, objections to growth or um, bumps in the road, if you like, for yourself, will lie with the corporate's understanding that they have a responsibility as well for the people in, in debt that within sort of it, with, so for the employees they have on their payroll that are in debt. At what point do you think? that corporates will start to recognise that it's their responsibility and there is apps like Waystream Stream Solution that can improve mental health. Do you think employers are taking enough corporate responsibility? Yeah, I, th- I think it's
0: a, we're, we're creating a new category, really, with what we're doing, us and others. So there's, there's obviously an onus on us to educate people as well. Sure. If, I, if you ask me, do I think... You know, HQs in corporates have a full understanding of some of the financial issues and mental health issues of their workforce. I'd say that's probably not the case. I think, I mean, I didn't realise this when we started as well, but we work with you know numerous charities um, like Joseph Roundtree, like Big Society Capital, to sort of understand what the poverty premium actually means and how many people are living in in-work poverty. And you know, in large organizations, it's not uncommon for 50 or 60% of their workforce to have taken a payday loan in that last you know, three-month period or whatever. Wow. It's very commonplace. Um, we know payday loan companies are preying on the fact that you know people in a monthly pay cycle are stressed the week before payday. Sure. Most payday loans are taken out between five to nine days before the payroll starts, and we know that they 5x their marketing spend then. It's an ugly business. I, 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 we, we, I'm pretty confident that most um, business owners do not realise that is going on. And, if, and if, if they knew there was technology available to stop that happening there'd be much more wider adoption of this, I think. Because it is is a crime almost how many people are using short-term high-interest credit solutions. And if you are on lower income... Um, you know the ability for you to pay that back is almost you know impossible and therefore of course you end up paying three or four x what you originally borrowed
2: absolutely um, i didn't realize it was actually as widespread as you just mentioned so from that side what's been working with those charities what's been the biggest um surprising stat if you like that's come out of the work that you're doing you know since launching weight wa- launching wage stream what's been the one thing that actually i never knew it was i think i think just the joseph
0: will got like the, the poverty premium that exists so if you're you know if you are a low-income worker the more you pay for stuff that other people just do not pay for is is horrendous. So I live in a certain area I pay more on insurance. I I don't have a I can't haven't got enough credit to get a direct debit on my mobile phone so I'm paying double for pay as you go. I use an electricity key so my electricity bill is 1.5 bigger than the millionaire that lives down the road. And I haven't got access. I haven't got good credit history, or haven't got you know the access to that. I can't give a bank that information. So therefore, they won't lend to me at two percent interest. But a wander of the world will lend to me at thousand percent interest. Sure. That's just you know that's for someone, especially when someone's working and has um, you know employment history. That shouldn't be the case. And it's it's not it's it's around that that whole poverty being has been a real eye opener for us. Actually, you're punished for being. lower income and poorer and that shouldn't be and you were punished on numerous different fronts and certainly when it comes to debt you really are you know at the lower end of the scale for what people you know would deem to
2: be fair sure sure absolutely agree so to bring it back to payroll for a moment obviously payroll itself is an incredibly stressful profession um Anyone working in payroll will tell you they're stressed, they've got deadlines to meet, they've got big sums of money, difficult stakeholders, challenging legislation to, to, to handle. If I'm a payroll manager or I'm a business owner, perhaps listening to this payroll podcast right now, how would you recommend the approach to implementing new technology, such as WageStream, into their payroll operation? Yeah, no, I totally, look, we deal with a lot of payroll professionals and totally
0: appreciate, they, there's a huge amount of admin, they're, un, they're always under tight timescales just because of every yeah. pay cycle. Yeah, the worst thing in the world is people not being paid. don't think people realize that so their job is actually is is a very important part Um, our technology is you know we connect to timekeeping we we don't actually change the payroll process i think that's been really important so as a payroll professional you know can you have a big impact on um, the workforce. Well, it's huge because nothing's bigger than getting paid. Sure. Um, we believe flexibility in the payroll cycle is massively impactful on retention and productivity, and that should all be, you know, payroll professionals should be looking at that and saying, okay. You know, we're an important part of the organization. Can we really, you know, is there technology available to really push massive drivers in the organization of productivity and retention, which save the organization millions of pounds? They should be looking at those solutions. Um, and look, choose ones that are easy to implement and don't take, don't change everything you're doing or add more admin, because I don't think that's a world any payroll professional wants sure. to live in.
2: So from your perspective, actually, if I'm a payroll manager. This is a really good opportunity to raise your hand and go, look, we're bringing this solution into play actually, this is not just going to impact our employees' from mental health perspective and the limited pay cycle, which is, which is obviously part of your mission statement, but actually, it's going to help HR because it's going to improve retention, which you mentioned, because, as you say, mental health is, is reduced and people get access to money more. It's also a bit of a branding proposition that perhaps other competitors aren't offering. Totally. So it's a really good opportunity for... Payroll people to put themselves in the limelight a little bit. I think so, absolutely. I mean, this is uh,
0: you know we know the businesses that we work with that have, that have implemented this. That they've, that the employees bar none have, have just loved having access to this, and they've they've given all the kudos back to the company and the directors and everyone that put it in. And absolutely, payroll you know payroll professionals should be looking at this as, as, as being fundamental to how they can actually help some of their workforce. Um, and also, you know, the other side of it, outside of the benefits, are if if a payroll professional has to if you know, if you're doing a lot of advances to staff, or, or staff are asking for money before payday, which I know a lot of companies do facilitate yeah. in order to keep people going and get them into work and stuff, you, with a wage stream you never have to do another advance again. Um, that is done. It so should reduce no, the workload. It should reduce the admin. Um, the way we, we don't touch the payroll process, that exists, it's important that still exists as a fundamental part of the com- as a co- a process in the company. But this is something that can definitely massively help retention and productivity.
2: Great. Now, obviously, today I'm the host of the Payroll Podcast. But for those uh, regular listeners, you'll know my day-to-day profession is working as a payroll recruiter for JJ Recruitment. The reason I mention this is I did a couple of talks for the CIPP, which is the Charter Institute, on things like employee engagement and retention. And you've mentioned it a couple of times today. Can I ask what, if, there, if there are any tangible results that you can talk about where you've seen people using the waste stream solution actually boosting things like motivation. You've mentioned productivity, By are there any stats that we've got that can help you? Yeah, so no t- we'll totally. Be- yeah, so we've got a we've got an installed base
0: of, of sort of just forty five just over forty five thousand now. Um, and we're rolling out companies all the time. So and think about this logically, actually, because it's quite interesting, and we didn't realise this at the beginning. You know, I can work as a waiter in a well-known restaurant chain today. Um, it's the end of February, by the way. Depends when you listen to this. Um, I will not, not now see my wages, all my tips, in some cases, to the thirty-first of March. There's a huge disconnect there sure. between the work I've done, and the reward I get. So it's natural if you give that tangible link back, people will act differently. Um, we had a company um, called you know up north called Key Security. he he, he had an issue with giving people overtime um, because people wouldn't take overtime shifts and he's he 24 hour business security so he's had a lot of overtime available he allowed um, he said to his workers okay I'm going to allow you to take 100% of your overtime income with wage stream if you do an overtime shift um, and since then you know about four months ago his overtime is full his overtime shifts are full people wow. have called him up now for more overtime which is so the they can only draw down the overtime they can only draw down the overtime not the basics really interesting that that's created a massive incentive to do overtime so not only is it overtime shifts all full but people want to do more than sure. they did before um, we've also got some bigger clients eight to ten thousand personal organizations the data we see is showing Waystream stream enrollers are doing 22 percent more shifts than none wow. so therefore people's behavior is changing based on the, the them being able to access Money early, so if I wanted to do something with you this weekend, Nick, I may do another shift on Friday, or I've got a bill I need to pay. Um, then I'll, then I'll, you know, I'll go and get another shift. And I think our access to timekeeping software is the important here because once we launch open banking into the app and we understand someone's spend, we'll be able to go, hey, we know you, you know, you spent three hundred pounds more over Christmas, you know, because it was obviously Christmas we've taken the liberty of booking five more shifts for you. If you consent to do that, you'll be in the black at the end of the month, not in the red. So you can come up with these like financial Fitbit-type concepts, Correct. which visibly show people how to get to better financial health, which, again, as we know, impacts every day of their life. So that
2: goes far beyond my understanding of my research podcast. Yeah, now this is I mean, secret think, stuff we're giving yeah, me well, I mean, I think the overtime thing brilliant. I mean, obviously, putting, keeping my recruitment hat on for a moment, if I was representing two positions at the same time, and I've got a candidate who was on the fence both positions give great propositions but one company can say you work your overtime you earn it as you work it and the other one doesn't oh it's it's a huge difference yeah you're
0: absolutely right and i think there's a lot of retailers as well that um have a huge amount of overtime available huge huge amount of overtime that isn't filled by their current pool of staff so they have to go and contract out or get third parties in which for them is far more expensive than a current member of staff doing that overtime so Giving if You don't have to increase the overtime wage, but just giving people real-time access to overtime is a massive driver and incentive for people to do more overtime, and why shouldn't it be?
2: Fantastic. So it's not just enhancing retention. It's brand attraction as well. It's a real Certainly. sort of selling point. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so... We're going to go go and find out a little bit more about yourself, Peter, before we go into the harder questions, which I've got (laughs) set up from payroll professionals. We're going to tackle some of those. Don't go away. We've got um, the questions that the payroll managers want answered coming up after this. But first, we're going to find out a little bit more about you. So, Just a quick break to say, if you haven't heard the latest song yet, My Payroll Career, it's all about payroll. Here's a quick snippet available now on iTunes or Amazon Play. Enjoy. You see, I love payroll. And payroll loves me I don't mind liaising with HMRC I love manual payments and calculating s and Yeah, payroll is the career for me and That was My Payroll Career, available now in iTunes and Amazon Play. Right, back to the podcast.
1: Time to find out more about you.
2: So, number one, how would your friends describe you and how would your work colleagues describe
0: you? Oh, how would my friends describe me? Oh, I don't see many of my friends at the moment. That's what happens when you have kids and you work <laughs> in a startup. Um, but I think, no, I think people would normally describe me as um, enthusiastic, uh, quite mission-driven, fast-talking, but very sort of dedicated, hard-working that's probably what they're saying. That would be work colleagues, I hope. Okay. Or hopefully someone that they enjoy working with, because I think that's the main thing about any business. You've got to enjoy life as well. And I think if everyone's on a good mission, then that, that definitely helps. I think
2: this could be the first podcast, so I'm going to have to slow down. <laughs> Both <laughs> yeah. of us talk so fast. You can, you, can't, yeah. you,
0: can, you can go to a half, I've noticed. You know, normally you can go up to yeah. 1.5 if someone's slapping. you can go down to a half. They're, slow down, They're something. winning. <laughs>
2: so can you tell me something about you that perhaps other people don't know about
0: you? Yeah, I hold the world record for the most number of cricket balls hitting under a minute.
2: It. Wow. Really? That's
0: the number. It was about twenty three and I've realised and I think I've realised something about world records as long as you're prepared to do all the admin beforehand you can pretty much break anything apart from 500 metres of course there's a lot there's a, it's a huge record no i kidding it's probably the most spurious outlandish record ever but I, I trust me anyone can break any records as long as you find one niche enough that no one else is willing to do
2: excellent <laughs> fantastic <laughs> okay so slightly bit different uh, on the podcast we'll do this with everyone we interview you. you're abducted by aliens you want to learn more about our species what item would you take with you A cricket bat. Cricket bat? Why a cricket bat? Because once you explain to an alien a, what
0: a cricket bat's for and the rules of the game, the, their, their heads would implode and they would drop you straight back on Earth and disappear forever. <laughs> That's a, <they're> a takeover idea <laughs> alien. So these nasty aliens are good aliens? <laughs> well, they
2: be, whatever. Well, well, whatever nasty they? aliens. That would well, be. They, good. Be a they, they well. just
0: would not understand the concept. And why would they? it's a, I guess stupid, it's a use, stupid game. You could use it as a weapon if you need <laughs> Yeah, to. yeah exactly. the, the and most popular answer is an iPad. iPad. I thought uh, no, yeah. they don't want. They've got better technology. They came to the, they came to the planet in a spaceship. They don't want to see my iPad. But a cricket bat, I think. I, I could flummox them enough and get through
2: that's what yeah. a top fintech CEO I've never spotted that thing before then. what game or instrument you may have answers already in cricket what game or instrument would you teach them oh what game or instrument um, oh that's a good one
0: I think a good game of Cluedo 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 just okay. yeah that can go on for hours buy me some time before I decide to use a <laughs> cricket or not. excellent what would you tell them about humans um, I would tell them humans will continue to make the same mistakes every 10 years or so so just as long as you're willing to wait and be patient watch the cycle of man it's the same um every 10 years same mistakes made
2: and what truth or or human trait would you hold back
0: um i wouldn't i probably wouldn't tell depends if i'm just presuming these are bad aliens because you always assume they are that um humans have uh, some sort of kindness within them that comes out occasionally which no one will ever be able to understand but you see it occasionally it's nice i wouldn't tell them that
1: (laughs) good stuff Five technical questions.
2: We're going to dive back into some of the payroll questions. As I mentioned, I've spoken to quite a few payroll managers about wage stream. It seems to be quite a hot topic in the market at the moment. Good. If I'm honest, I'm going to be frank, not all the news coming back has been positive. What? And that's mainly, I think, due to misunderstanding, but we'll, we're going to tackle that. Um, I think ultimately there are four fundamental concerns. So we're going to tackle them on. Yeah, let's nice do it. If can. Starting number one. First, and probably the biggest concern I've heard is related to the possibility that if employees have access to pay earlier in the payment cycle, then effectively this could have an impact on their ability to budget correctly, leaving them short for when the end of month, which is the more serious debts, arguably like your rent or your mortgage payment might be due. So with this in mind, what safeguards have stream put in place that would protect this situation from occurring? Yeah, that's a good question. So So the major
0: safeguard is that the employer sets how the percentage that their staff can take out in net income, in net wages, sorry the amount of times they can use it and the monetary amount they can take out each time. Yep. So those controls are there and typically, and most people don't worry about the, the amount, it's more about, okay, what percentage, and normally that's set at about 40%. We've also got controls in the app so, so users can set their own settings as well and make that lower than the, than the company. The truth is, though, what we see in, in reality is that it's not overused, it is used for the right reason, which is unplanned expenses. We've got quite a large user base now, we're constantly in-app monitoring and asking them uh, questionnaires as well. We now, you know, this is as of last week, we know 38% of our users are using us to stop taking payday loans, which is fantastic for us. Exactly what we designed the platform for. Absolutely. So, Yes, we we appreciate that you don't want everyone taking out all their income and then not being able to pay back bills, but that is set in the settings. Um, And the reality is, people are, you know, they're using it for unplanned expenses, which is the main thing. Um, And and having that financial cushion actually tends to make people more responsible rather than less responsible, which has been an interesting learning for us.
2: Something I found out, I'm going to mention it here, when I found out, I was speaking to Georgie, who's um, in in your marketing team here, but I assumed that there must be. An interest rate of source for the registry amount. But actually, if I'm correct in thinking your business model is works by you charge employees just one pound yeah, seventy five. So every withdrawal? time an employee does a
0: withdrawal, we charge them one pound seventy-five, um, regardless of the amount. So if it's five hundred pounds to take out a thousand sure. or a hundred, it's one pound seventy-five. If they use it, you know, in the extreme cases, if someone's used it more than ten times a month, we don't charge them anymore. We've got no interest in, in doing that. But the reality, it's like it's like it's a very similar to an ATM charge. That covers all our faster payments, the money's in their account in four seconds. We facilitated that withdrawal as well, by the way, so an employer holds on to their cash flow, which is really yeah. important for them as well. Um, so all those things mean that you know, the product's in use for the right reasons. We're seeing, you know, and it's helping people. And I think the worst thing that can happen to an employee is not have access to, a, to an interest-free product and go and get a payday loan or go into overdraft or go into credit card debt, those are far more onerous on them than doing this.
2: And presumably the charge is up front, so they haven't got to worry about any future £1.70. Correct. It's it never comes
0: back. It's one-off. We work with the, we, There's no recourse on us with the, um, you know, the employee. There's, we're not loaning or providing any form of credit. So our view on this is it's, it's there when they need it. And the far worse situation is, which is happening to thousands and thousands of workers on a daily basis, they're going to pay their loans, they've got no other recourse. And that sure. is a horrible world. Yeah,
2: absolutely agree. So... This kind of leads into the second question that I've had from power managers, which relates to the actual mechanics of how the waste Stream application works. And I mentioned a lot of people assume there must be another form of loan somewhere, but we've tackled that a little bit. Yeah. But in order to provide employees with instant power capabilities, how does the Waystream application work? And I guess, in addition to the 175 we've just mentioned, is does it does it place any additional debt or financial burden on the employee at all? No,
0: none, none at all. So this is how it works. So we sit in between workforce management and payroll. So we take a feed from workforce management software, whatever that is, and we connect to about 25 different companies at this point, and that shows us every worker, how many hours they've worked and the monetary value of those, and we show them that on the app. We show them 40% of that. So we yep. know, you know, we know we know what we can offer them in terms of what they can withdraw. When we roll out Wagestream for the first time, um, an employee will enroll in Wagestream, and what we do is we swap their sort code, account number, and payroll file with a virtual ledger account. It's like a pass-through account. Okay. And we're SCA authorized to do this. Um, that sits in payroll file, that's a one-off change. We do nothing else. We never change any payroll process, we don't change any of the current processes a company has. But when the net pay, so as their net pay, when their back's you know, file is, is sent, and the payroll bureau sends the money, when their net pay passes through that ledger account, um, if they have made a withdrawal that month, we take a deduction automatically. Yeah. If they haven't, everything passes through as normal. But the important thing is it's automated, doesn't, it's a one-off change and you never have to worry about it again and it doesn't change the process But you give this amazing benefit to staff that is available from the first of the month to the 31st of the month And I think that's been really important for us because we realized with payroll as, all, as your audience know no far better than me It's locked payroll file is locked generally a week before payday sure. And if we were integrated fully into payroll, you wouldn't be able to use wage stream for that final week and it's that final week where the most stress comes in a in a, in a in a worker's life but the week before payday right because that's when if, if they haven't got money that's when it's going to they're going to suffer most sure, sure. Um, so our platform works every, all day every month um, and they can withdraw money you know if, if the back payment hits their current account that 12.03 or, or between 12 and 1 in the morning it literally is one second before that they can withdraw money fantastic um, so that's how it works from a operational point of view and it just means that it's a one-off change and where we have you know relationships with workforce management and payroll companies uh, like Fourth, who do 70% of hospitality in the UK is completely automated so yeah. there's no manual work for a payroll uh, professional to do at all.
2: Which is actually answers my third question which is one of the ah. concerns I had back there we go which is you know what's the potential impact that it could have on payroll department's day to day workload but it sounds to me like if anything it could reduce it because it takes away the, the advanced payment Process that often people have to do. Yeah. People you are so, short. so you,
0: you know, and I, we've got a number of companies. That the, one of the primary reasons for implementing WasteStream was they had such an admin burden on advances, and they that's gone. You, sure. you, you, you'll never have to advance another employee again um, because obviously WasteStream offers that. But I think the, the important thing is, yeah, the ad. You know, where where as well, where we've got automated solutions like you know we work. You know, we've got great solutions with Workday or with Fourth. It's all automated, so the pay, you don't even have to manually change payroll files. We can do that through their systems without them having to do it. Okay, um, we have got customers that still use upload timesheets on this end, and they still change bank accounts automatically. Okay, we can deal with those as well. Um, but in, with larger companies, most of it's automated. And that just means we can, we can change those, those files and um, those, the, you know, the, the sort of account number and it's, it's a seamless process.
2: So will it, does that, as a result, be able to take money early? Does it affect the way the payslips generate or distribute? So we
0: don't touch payslips. So you're going to get a pay. So when, let's say I work at, um, I don't know, good example, I work at Starbucks. Um, I download some money from WageStream. That will come into my account. It will say Starbucks. If I did that mid-month. Sure. When I get my net pay, it comes into my account and says Starbucks. We don't appear on the pay slip at all, because if we did, we'd have to be integrated with payroll. Yeah. So when you use Waystream, at the end of the month, you get your end of month statement, um, the employer's also got that statement, you also get emailed every time you do a withdrawal, and, and it shows you how it all reconciles. So that 100 quid, um, is, if your payslip says 1000, um, underneath that says 100, we show you it, it all broken down. And because we do all end user support as well through the app, through messaging, through eight hundred number it's very rare we even get a problem with that to be fair most right. people are asking about oh I did this shift that money's not being made available or that sort of thing rather than the actual payment so we in order to make the service work end to end for the first and 31st of every month we we don't go through payroll okay yeah we don't go on the payroll slip so sure I, sure
2: you know, okay that. that makes sense so the other concern I've had and obviously we're I'm very aware I'm sure you are too of the amount of work that people are under the yes, absolutely. of technology they're we've learned a lot more about
0: that Yes, legislation
2: definitely. and so on so one of the questions that a particular manager brought to the table for me was regarding the potential impact of implementing, as they termed it, yet another new technology into the function. So right now, the public industry is trying to get to grips with roboticization, artificial intelligence, even blockchain at the same yeah. time. People yeah. pushing Don't touch big. blockchain. Don't <laughs> That's it. another question. I'll ask <laughs> you why in a minute. You'll know more as a vintage. But At the same time, they're also trying to stay up to speed with rapidly changing you know, compliance, legislation. So it's fair to say, if you work in pay, or stress levels are pretty close to breaking point most of the time. So to introduce yet another tech product like WageStream may not sound that appealing. So with that in mind, can you explain then how complicated the process would be for a payroll manager who does raise a hand and say, yes, that's bringing waste stream into, into our business? Yeah,
0: no, it's a very good question. I mean, we, we engage with a lot of payroll professionals and I've never met one that I've said, do you want more work? And they've put their hand up, please give it to me. <laughs> um, under a lot of pressure, huge amount of different changes to the industry, things happening with legislation, everything around um, you know everything they've got to deal with on a daily basis. I'd say, and then the other thing that, that you know, payroll functionally has had quite a few changes, but as a from an employee point of view, payroll hasn't changed since payroll began. I, you sure. know, I work, I get my money. Now, behind the scenes, it's been a huge amount of work. Largely, it goes unrecognized with payroll professionals. Um, this is something that will not impact any current process or system of how you run payroll. And everyone has different payroll systems. We yeah. know that because we deal with with you know, dozens of different companies doing it. But this is something that has a massive impact on the employee. And this is something that you know, a payroll prof- professional can put in without changing their systems. I'll keep repeating that. But it will have a huge impact on the employee base um, and that is something that they can, you know, take ownership of, and I think, you know, is important as a strategic um, implementation in any business. If you can dramatically impact retention, increase that, and impact productivity by the way people are paid, that absolutely should be something that gives payroll professionals hero status. Um, and of course, you don't want to put more work in, more project work, running a payroll system intensely complicated and work intensive. But this is this doesn't do that. And I think a lot of our Platform design made sure that we didn't change payroll process. because I think if we did, we, we wouldn't have any we wouldn't have very many clients. I should say.
2: Sure. So I mean, on the payroll podcast, is I'm always trying to champion the payroll voice at board level. Do you give access to payroll professionals post implementation? Um, you know, report what kind of reporting do you deliver that they could use to take to board level and say, look, we introduced WageStream. Reporting is you know what kind of reports would they? Yeah, get no, with? good
0: good question. So the the pay the the portal itself, um, the management console will show everything that's happened with WaveStream, like the amount of adoption, the amount of usage, the amount that's, that's been sent out for withdrawals, yeah. all the graphical analysis of, um, you know, the, 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 the productivity gain or retention gain, because we know from connecting to their workforce management tools are wage stream users acting differently to normal employees yep. in, that, in terms of the amount of shifts they've taken and everything else so sometimes mm-hmm. we're restricted by the amount of access we can get but we can give some very strong indicators that enrolment and usage is driving certain metrics in their business so those things we, we, trend, we tend Great. to show them absolutely so they have access to all that we also know with open banking coming in we'll be able to you know invent this concept called like KYE which is know your employee, so it can show The financial health in aggregate of an employee base. Like, how much of your staff could afford a £100 unplanned expense? Um, did you know that um, you give cinema tickets away as a staff benefit, but none of your staff go to the cinema? Because we can see the spend patterns on Open Banking; they all want to go to Landes. Why don't you give them a voucher for that, for instance? Sure. So you can end up, you know, by providing them with financial health data. I think when we when we get there, that's going to be immensely powerful, and that all comes through the portal. But I think just on a, on a standard basis, yeah, everything that happens with WaveStream in the organisation and all the settings are all dictated by the payroll
2: department. Excellent. And they well, have access to those reports. We're talking a lot with introduction of things like. RPA, robotic process automation. About how payroll positions are going to become a lot more analytical going forward um, and more strategic. It's a great example of you know if payroll people want parity with HR and they want to really elevate their status, having access to more data through, through the way yeah. and to if, make good yeah. decisions is, is is a great
1: thing.
0: Definitely. And if you can prove as a payroll professional what you've done is increased retention and productivity, then absolutely, that's a, that's a board level strategic decision, no no doubt. Especially in Big industries like a retail hospitality where their you know employee churn is a serious issue.
2: Yeah, sure, sure. We're going to go to a quick advert break.
1: Einstein famously said that Insanity was doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We believe it's time to try a new approach to recruitment. JGA Recruitment specialise in recruiting the top 15% of payroll and HR talent using innovative 24-7 attraction strategies that are proven to improve quality of hire, candidate retention and return on investment. De-risk your recruitment process today and hire better talent faster with JGA Recruitment. Visit jgarecruitment.com to find out Find out more.
2: So, next question of yourself, please. If I was a payroll manager or business owner listening to this podcast, we've gone through loads of details today about the benefits of WageStream, but I want to try and summarise them again in kind of some key deliverables. So if I was coming to WageStream now, what would the key deliverables be? What would the key summary bullet points be from your perspective, from a sales perspective if you like that would make me take action in, in terms of implementing the, the solution sooner rather than later yeah no I think the, the takeaway is this is something
0: that's fundamental um, to an employee's life is when and where they get paid if you can give um, them access to get paid as you earn scheme all the retention and productivity benefits that you can give your organisation should absolutely come from an implementation by a payroll professional and they should be shacking this stuff from the rooftops it's not changing the process it's not adding admin but the benefits are vast
2: sure Fantastic, I totally agree by the way. I think the payroll industry needs to be ready to move away from the outdated monthly pay cycle. Uh, been there for years, but by modernizing the payroll cycle and providing access to instant payments, which obviously you guys do, I personally think, as a recruiter as well, because we want to sell on the benefits of the brand and things that they offer that other brands perhaps don't, I think it'd be a really good opportunity for the payroll industry to stamp its mark and raise its profile as a progressive industry. Yes. It doesn't always have that tag, but it could have, while at the same time providing financial freedom for employees and, as you say, contributing to ending the workplace debt. So... What's your current view on the payday construct, and what other reasons can you highlight that could influence an employer or payroll manager to take a more proactive approach to alter its natural and, I'll say, I mean, with devil's advocate, traditional monthly pay cycle? Yeah, I mean, look, we, we've we've again
0: we all pretend we knew this at the beginning, but we figured that we find that paying people in lump sums every thirty days and then expecting them to go through a month and be mastered by it is a pipe dream that will never be realised. Yeah. Giving flexibility back to that, it's one of the last baskets of inflexibility in a workplace is, is the pay cycle. And giving flexibility back, especially being early adopters of this, has huge benefits. Um, you know, so. Think about it I mean and I know and Payroll is a You know Is, a, is an and intense, Stressful business But sometimes Raising your head Above the power pit And looking at what's out there, This, this, this does change things trust but,
2: me. but to play devil's advocate If it ain't broke Why should I try and fix it
0: Because it is broke And uh, paying You know st- Holding people away From their earnings Is causing a massive problem um, Not least in work poverty Not least a Massive prevalence Of you know Payday loan providers Preying on, on workforces And we just should not Allow that And that is the problem
2: fantastic I think uh, I think it's time to open the vault I don't think there's much more to be uh, said <laughs> you've sold it to me anyway I'm, I'm fully behind progressive um, payroll change and I think uh, the stream Solution is something that, that, that could massively contribute towards that and uh, I totally agree and uh, there's no reason we need to stick to the traditional monthly pay cycle of a month being on a monthly basis if we don't need to so we're going to open the vault.
1: Entering the vault
2: one piece of advice you would give to someone working in
0: payroll right now Be open to new ideas. We know, and I think it's down to the fact that, you know, payroll professionals are under a lot of pressure Instead, but be open to new ideas because this changes everything. And this is coming.
2: Excellent. With the benefit of hindsight, what would be the one career decision you would change? I would have not sold biometric hardware in
0: 2001 when fingerprint readers and RS scanners were emerging, but literally, they didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to sell them, it wasn't gonna work.
2: Fair enough. They work now, by the way. So if you had the power of foresight, I might know this already, if you had the power of foresight and could change the entire payroll industry with one action or improvement, what would that action or improvement be? Oh, it
0: would be the, it would be wastery. I mean, you said that one, but it would literally would be a way for people to have access to money they've earned. That changes a huge amount of things.
2: I'd argue I set that up. I have this question every podcast. So <laughs> yes. I, it just happens to land on your lap. Uh, who motivates you and why? Lots of people do really. I think we, we, we love
0: some of the like the employers we work with. We work with quite a few companies that are in the top 25 places to work in Britain um, that see the benefits of not just financial health but all the other things and I think those leaders are, are leading a lot of change in retail and hospitality and manufacturing and, and we like spending time with those companies for sure because they really are that you look after your staff and your staff literally will look after your business. It's that simple. It's an old adage, but it does work. Um, so we, we like those people.
2: Excellent. <laughs> and I know you don't necessarily work in payroll like a payroll manager would, but if you didn't work in payroll under the wage stream ban, if you like, what would you be doing? Well, I would be playing cricket with aliens. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I would be, I'd, I'd, I'd just be, yeah, I would would quite happily do that most days. I think. Fantastic. Well, listen, <laughs> we, there's going to be payroll managers out there wondering whether you know how difficult it is are there any test cases you can give any client examples i wasn't going to ask but i may as well ask are there any sort of clients you can mention that yeah are sure we, you know D- D- david lloyd camden town
0: like th- these guys are using it to great effect um they've rolled out wade stream and you know are seeing the benefits of it for sure and they're big businesses um, yeah absolutely uh we work with all businesses of all different shapes and sizes um, but yeah, it's it's great to see that these guys are moving. We're just about to launch, you know, Stonegate pubs, fourteen thousand, you know, wow. pub workers. Uh, Shepherd's knee launched last week, so there's a lot going on, um, and we work across industries. But we certainly see, um, you know, where there's big retention issues or productivity issues. Those, are, you know, where where there seems to be the early adopters of this for sure.
2: Sure, There tends to be some hospitality retail hospitality
0: retail manufacturing but we start to we just launched our first public sector clients as well and it's it's less about retention in those businesses it's far more about financial health because you know the NHS for instance are the biggest you know they, they take more payday loans than any other industry that's a real problem for them
2: well, fantastic. Well, listen, I want to give a huge thank you, Peter, for joining me on the podcast today. Obviously, for anyone interested in finding out more about WageStream, you can go to wagestream.co.uk and also check out Peter Griffith's LinkedIn profile, which is linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Peter Griffith. Uh, that's about everything we've got time for today. So thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, fill them through to myself or fill them through to Peter. Otherwise, we'll be speaking to you all again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Dave.
1: You've been listening to the Payroll Podcast with Nick Day of JGA Recruitment, Specialist Payroll Recruiters. If you would like to feature on a future podcast, please contact us. For a wealth of world-class payroll content, please visit us at jgarecruitment.com. See you next week.